0: Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show Podcast. I am Tony Payne. And in today's episode, I will be discussing a topic that I did not think I would be discussing this soon. And that is the topic of creator royalties. That is the big buzz in NFT circles right now. Um, And why is it the big buzz in NFT circle? Apparently... Pseudoswap launched a marketplace. Hmm. Deep breath, Tony. (laughs) Pseudoswap launched a marketplace that offered zero, zero percent creator royalty. That means somebody can take an NFT that they purchased, maybe um, on OpenSea, and take it to Pseudoswap and resell it and bypass um, giving the royalty that goes to um, the token. All right, big problem already, right? Um, whew, deep breath Tony, cause this topic, <laughs> I'm gonna admit it irritates me and it borderline just pisses me off, right? That people even think or anybody even thinks this is okay. But um, I'll give you a little backstory into my journey into nfts um i mean i've told it before but this ties into the royalty topic so um of course back in 2021 a friend of mine um who's a traditional art collector had approached me and said hey tony there's this thing called nfts um i think your art would be great um you should look into it and i did um, while in the process of looking into it, um, I found that, okay, this is interesting. Um, there's royalties attached, there's provenance, it's easier to prove um, on the blockchain. So there was a day I was on Twitter and the then CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, ha- held a spaces with um, rapper Jay-Z. And in the spaces they were talking about you know, artists, they were talking about royalties. And Jay-Z um, made a, you know, total story. I want to made an argument, because in my mind it was an argument for royalty, but let's just say he told the story of an artist that had sold his work for, I think it was $3,000. And um, the work went on to sell for, I don't know, substantial amount that's uh, maybe in the millions or hundreds of thousands um, in the secondary market, right? and the artist got that three thousand dollars so there was nothing that came to the artist um after so the artist wasn't able to profit off the secondary sale of their own um artwork but the collector was able to make a lot of money off that artwork and he thought it didn't make any sense he thought it wasn't fair and um you know the conversation pretty much ties into what NFTs are, right? So one of the selling points for me as an artist, and a lot of artists, and I'm sure a lot of artists will say the same thing. One of the selling points for me as an artist um, was one, again, provenance, because I am a digital artist, I'm a photographer, and it's sometimes hard to attach um, provenance to photography, right? And I mean, I've been able to successfully do it, but it can be a little tricky, it's harder to prove. Um, it's like, okay, what day was this print made? What you know, time was it um, done? But on the blockchain, it gives you the exact date, everything that it was minted, right? So provenance is easier to um, prove. And then two, it solved the long time problem of artist royalty. So I do poetry, I write um, quote books. And till today, I have not done another poetry album. I haven't written another quote book in years, but till today I still get my monthly royalty payment. Right? So why should it be different for visual artists if their work changes hands? Um and that is what pseudoswap is trying to do is take pretty much you know, allow people to steal from artists. Um, so yeah, a lot of artists are not happy. I've seen a lot of suggestions <laughs> um, like artists say, well, if you if you sell my work or on pseudo swap, that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna change the artwork. And this is why, again, you know, I've talked about having your own smart contract. And see, <sighs> I almost feel like a lot of times you know, I'll, you know, either get on Twitter, get on the podcast and I'll see something like I'll see something coming and I'll talk about it. And, it, you know, and it'll be like, oh, here goes Tony. She's just talking. And I mean, I've talked about this so many times where I'm like you know, we need to start making clear distinctions about what we're doing in the NFT space, why we're here in the NFT space. It's not muddying up the waters because when we continue to muddy up the waters, we're gonna start having these type of problems. And it's it happens, always happens, right? But, you know, people don't listen until it starts to affect them. And then when it starts to affect them, then they start to care. Um, same thing with CCO. I remember last year I did a, an episode, I think, October last year, almost a year ago about cco and nobody, you know, some people cared and a lot of people didn't until you know it became a big issue recently. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if y'all had listened to me last year. <laughs> Anyways, um I just wish we would, you know, try and uh, I wish we would try and be proactive on things that don't directly affect us. Cause you don't know the future. It probably could affect you. If it sounds like something that, Oh wait, I should be thinking about this. I'm not saying react immediately, but at least keep it, you know, keep that knowledge somewhere and like um, work towards it not being something that's going to affect you. If I'm making any sense. Anyways. Um, so Again, the reason a lot of artists got into um, NFTs is because, and I'm talking in one-on-one art and some projects is because of the possibility of royalty. A lot of the free mints that you see is because they know secondary sales will happen and they will still make their money. Now I'm seeing people go, oh, well, I want free mint and I want no royalty. Okay. <laughs> okay. How is the project supposed to make money? So they should create this project for you to make money, but they shouldn't make any money off what they created. Make it make sense. Oh, okay. Make it make sense. Didn't make any sense to me, right? So we have a situation where now in NFTs. Or just uh, in Web three, right? This is I'm literally squeezing my face right now. (laughs) Like in Web three, we have NFTs, the non fungible token that can be used for various things on the blockchain. That you know, people use to give provenance to things or ownership to things, um, assets on the blockchain. Now we have art generative art that is attached to a project and it's attached to um, things like ticketing, could be attached to membership to a restaurant. It could be attached to something that gives utility, right? Or something that gives you something back. It could be attached to a community, um, an app that's building out something, a game, right? So we have the generative um, art that is attached to um, all these things. Then we have the one of one art. Now, I have seen this happen so many times where same rules are being applied to both. It's not possible. Say it with me. It is not possible. You cannot apply the same rules to both of them because they are not the same, right? They are not the same. So, you know, say no, I'm gonna, I mean, the whole royalty conversation is, in my opinion, stupid anyways, right? Because if you're, mm-hmm. or maybe it's not stupid, maybe it's too. it is stupid. Let's not sugarcoat things. Isn't it stupid, especially for creators, right? Especially for creators. Now I've seen people argue um, in NFT circles that, okay, I've seen some make arguments, like if I'm buying work from an artist, a one-of-one artist, I will be glad to give royalty. But if it's a project, they've made their money, I do not want to give them royalty. I've seen somebody argue that, right? Somebody popular in the NFT circle argue that. So that's an argument. But here's my thing. We know how things work in NFTs because projects were giving utility. People were expecting utility for art. I have never... walked into an art gallery, saw a piece on the wall, said, I like this piece. What's the utility? I've never. (laughs) Like, oh, wait, that's a lovely um, painting of a car. Do I get a Ferrari with it? Oh, I love that apple. Does that mean three years of grocery shopping for me to get that art piece? Never, ever experienced it. Never. Until the NFT space. It's just like a whole bunch of us that don't know what we're doing or something like, and then people just run with these ideas that make zero sense. Like if you, if you hear an idea, right. And before you even run with it, ask yourself, does this sound like a good idea? Even if you hear the idea from somebody that you feel is knowledgeable, right. Ask yourself, does this idea? make sense to me? If the answer is a maybe or a no, you need to sit back and assess why you should run with that idea. If it doesn't make sense to you, why are you doing it? Because you want to blend in, Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. right? Sometimes your greatest strengths come from standing out right? Look at me, I'm doing still life. I can easily just kind of blend in, right? But I've chosen, you know, I'm just going to take the path that I like. So do you have to do everything like everybody else? Absolutely not. Now, with the current marketplaces um, in NFT, for NFT sales like OpenSea um, and all those other marketplaces, they, if you don't want royalty for your art, you already have that option you can put zero it leaves it open for people that actually don't want or don't want the decision is up to the artist really if they do want and if they don't want and as a collector it tells you right there um before you make your purchase you know this thing takes this 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 royalty right could be 10 percent two percent five percent i don't know And people do take royalties for whatever reason, you know? So it's up to you to decide, okay, do I want to do this or not? If you're somebody that claims you support art, I'm here for the art. (sighs) You know, a lot of people that say they're here for the art are actually not. You know, now we're starting to see that a majority are just there to make money and not there for the art. Right. I've covered this uh, more than enough times, you know. I mean, yeah, there's a good percentage of people that are there because of the art. But if we're being honest and based on just the way the spaces and the direction things are going, a lot of people just admit it. You're there, you know. Except people that actually collect one of one art. Those are the ones I believe are there for the art. People that collect one of one art. If you look through your um, wallet and you're not an artist, I mean, an investor collector um, and those are two different things as well. But that is a topic for another day, right? If you're an investor or collector, you know, it doesn't have to be a topic for another day. I can go over it briefly. I personal opinion. I think when we look at the NFT space, um, what is a collector? In my opinion, a collector is somebody that collects things that they like. And an investor, um, a collector can be an investor, right? Um, But an investor is somebody that just is there for the money, right? But a collector can be an investor. If you're investing in things, it makes you an investor, right? But an investor, a collector can be an investor, but an investor does not necessarily have to be a collector. Some people just trade NFTs like they are trading shit coins. And that's just what it is to them. Nothing more, nothing less. And um, we'd be foolish to think that does not exist. Like, oh, well, I'm here for the art. Some people don't care. That's why you see a project minting and within five minutes of them minting, they're already dumping on the floor. Like, okay, so why are you, (laughs) you know? I I, I mean, I get into stuff that I'm like, oh, maybe I'll, you know, flip, whatever there's nothing wrong with it, but there's also a balance with me, right? You know, I'm an artist um, in the space and sometimes you balance things out, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, um, these people don't exist. People that flip don't exist. You know, and there are some people that that's all they're there for. So those are the people that I call investors. Um, I wouldn't even call them investors. They're flippers. <laughs> God, it's so complex. I think we. I need to just do sit back and just kind of do the, all these terms that we use in NFTs, like PFP. Um, I had a, a small argument today. Like we call projects PFPs, but PFPs are profile pictures. When the right term actually should be generative projects, right? I don't know why we. I mean, I I called the PFP. Oh, I call it PFP too, but that's because we pick up on the lingo being used in. The circles, even if it's wrong or right. And I'm guilty of that too, right? Where I don't where I haven't in the past sat back and go, does this even make sense? Now I'm more cautious. Like, wait, wait a minute, does this even make sense? Or we end up using the term, well, for podcast sake, we use a term that most people understand. Right? But now it's like, you know what? My job is to educate as well, so I can correct that notion, right? So we have generative projects or generative art that's used for projects. And we have one of one art that is created by artists. And generative art is created by, can be created by artists too. You draw it out. Somebody has to draw it out, (laughs) right? Somebody has to draw it out. That's why I like, I kind of like admit the way admit one has done theirs, where it's just a ticket. I like the way proof did theirs too, where it's just a token. And I think honestly, I think that should be the way forward. I think, Um, If if your project isn't towards the arts um, or for a community, I think just use a token. You know, do a little 3D token. You know, this is what it is. It's like a ticket. Like, let's say you're a concert venue or a restaurant. Give like a membership card in a 3D token form that just makes so much more sense to me than attaching art to stuff. And then we just see all these, you know, projects that are not really project. They're just, you know, mini rug pulls pop out of different places. And when they become the loudest voice, these things are the loudest voice in NFTs right now because art has been pushed back. You know, the um, I'm here for the art is no longer really the majority, Right. So when you have a situation where you know they have the loudest voices people that usually have the loudest voices um end up kind of making the rules right you know because that's what people see but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what's right anyway so back to um create a royalty it's a no it's a no I personally will not be using any marketplace that just, just try to steal from artists. I will not be doing it. And I don't think any other artist should do it. And if you have collectors that, um, t- luckily, I don't think manifold is gonna, um, you know, even do business with people like that for real. So again, I say, you know, artists, if you can get your own smart contract, it's not that expensive. You know, it's not that expensive. Manifold lets you have your own smart contract for as little as possible. And it is totally worth it. There are other companies out there that let you have your own smart contract. And it's totally worth it. And people that are arguing for creator, um, artists, somebody, oh, God. I was on Twitter and somebody said, artists don't deserve something along those lines to make secondary I do not condone violence. That's all I'm gonna say. But I literally wanted to just—I <laughs> squeezed my face. Like, what is really going on here? What is really, really going on here? Why, I, why, why are we having this conversation? The need to nip it in the bud. Um, there's a resistance, and it. it's gonna be. There's gonna be a pushback against Pseudo Swap their marketplace. There will be a big time um, pushback from one of one artists. I mean, with uh, with generative projects, I've already started seeing them on the platform. So it might be a little bit harder because I don't know how their smart contracts are written. Um, but again, this is also gonna, you know, put developers on call that when you're writing a smart contract maybe figure out a way that's another giving developers extra work maybe figure out a way where royalties are written into the contract right but then it kind of makes it a little sketchy because then it doesn't give the freedom of oh, okay i want to reduce my um it. i want to reduce my um royalty well, i don't want to reduce so i want to increase it. like creating extra problems and even Shouldn't be there in the first place, right? The reason NFTs got artists and people interested, one of the main reasons, and anybody is free to argue this with me, one of the main reasons is because of royalties. Now, some people are here trying to take that away. Why are you destroyers? Tell me, why are you destroyers? Why do people of all the different careers out there. Why do some people just don't want to see artists win? Why, why? What is the problem? You enjoy the art, but you don't want to see the artist win. I can never understand that. I was having a conversation with my mom the other day, and I was telling her, um, I was like, "Oh, I talked about you in the podcast, and I'm, you know, um, saying how um, you still talk about oh." you getting the job and she was like, No, I don't mean it like that. And I was like, I was like, Well, you do say it. Um, and I get it, you know, their generation sees work as, you know, like a nine to five. And I told her, I was like, Okay, look if you look around your house or anybody's house. Have you ever been to anybody's house where you did not see art on the walls? She has art all over. <laughs> she has art she bought traveling all over right? And I was like, so why wouldn't these people that created these things that you love so much like you love your art, you take them everywhere. like if you were to move today, th- that would be the first thing you carefully pack. So why are the people who create these things? Why are them why why are they not um, why is it not a job? Or career, right? That is of as important as you know, maybe I don't know, a lawyer. Why? They they serve their purpose in society. Everything we can't all do the same thing. There has to be a balance. Again, you know, musicians have their purpose in society, visual artists have their purpose, even poets have their purpose, right? Imagine a world without art. I'm going to leave you with that. Imagine a world without art. Imagine a world without art. Alrighty, that is going to be it for this episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I am Tony Payne. If you're on the side of zero royalty for creators, including one of one artists, you're not my friend. All right, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and families. And you know what it is? I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.